He approached a desk in an open loft room outside of the bedrooms where a computer chair sat in front of a gateway laptop. A congealed, blackened pool of blood radiated across the plastic floor protector and onto the white carpet, intermingling with the specks of splatter. Darkened blood covered the seat of the chair, smeared on the armrest and back support, and ran down one of the legs. A single tooth lay on the floor next to the desk. Bloody drag marks led to the closed front bedroom door. The air was thick with the stench of fresh spilled blood and ominous apprehension. Before opening the door, he warned, Tampa police, come out with your hands up. Getting no response, he turned the knob and pushed, entering the bedroom of 16-year-old Calix Scheneker. A body, nearly concealed beneath a blanket, stretched out on the bed. He could see a small portion of one hand jutting out from under the covering. Blood stained the sheets and the pillow. He pointed his gun and ordered, Tampa police, show your hands. The body did not move. Noble pulled back the blanket to reveal a young white female lying on her back, her face covered in blood, a large amount of it around her mouth. Her skin was exceptionally pale. He observed no signs of breathing. He searched for a pulse on her right arm and found nothing. Her body was cold to the touch and as stiff as a plank of wood. Echoing down the stairway from the second floor, Coppolis heard a shout from Noble. Signal 7, the Tampa police code for a dead body. Possible signal 5, he added, indicating that it might be a homicide. Bring Ms. Schenecker to the staircase. As Coppolis escorted Julie to the bottom of the stairs, he heard a knock on the front glass door. He looked over and saw Sergeant John Pryor, who had responded to their call for backup. Holding on to Julie, Coppolis walked to the front door and unlocked it. He told the sergeant about the signals. Coppolis left Julie with Pryor and went upstairs. Pryor detected the strong, distinctive odor of alcohol. He wasn't certain if the smell was wafting out of the woman's breath or her clothing. She mumbled incoherently and struggled to remain standing. In his judgment, she appeared impaired by drugs or alcohol or both. He pulled out his handcuffs and attempted to secure Julie, but she stumbled away from him to the sliding glass door. He grabbed her right wrist, bent it back, and pressed her against the door to secure the restraints. Coppolis came back downstairs after viewing the body. Pryor handed over control of the suspect to Coppolis and went upstairs to assist Officer Noble. Noble backed out of the room with the body and approached the second closed door. Tampa police, come out with your hands up. After no sound issued from inside the closed room, he eased open the door with Pryor providing cover. After a pause, Noble entered the bedroom of 13-year-old Bo Scheneker.